Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey Brianne and Tyree. I'm Audrey Brianne. And I'm Tyree. We hope you keep tuning in to The DM with us, where we have chatted about films such as Hustlers, Mary Queen of Scots, and HBO's Insecure and Euphoria. Last week, we reviewed Hulu's The Great, which is a really, really funny show you guys should check out. And on this week's episode of The DM, we will be reviewing the film Little Women. Little Women is a film that was released in 2019 on Christmas Day with Jacqueline Dern, who is the costume designer. And Miss Jacqueline is responsible for wardrobe in films like Batman, 1917, Beauty and the Beast, and Anna Karenina, which won her her first Oscar. This film, Little Women, won her a second Oscar. The makeup artist is Marlene Alter. Her films include American Hustle, The Social Network, The Town, and Grown Ups. And this is a film set in the 1860s, the Victorian era, in Massachusetts. And it centers around Miss Jo March. And we're just going to get right into the characters of this film. Yeah. So Jo March is played by Saoirse Ronan. And she plays kind of like a tomboy character. Mm -hmm. She's in her late teens. She's the second oldest child. She's best friends with Lori who we will talk about later. Yes, we will. We will. <laughs> He's like in love with her and she aspires to be a writer. She's very independent. She's a feminist, like an early on feminist. Like she's very independent and she just wants to kind of do her own thing, I guess, mm-hmm. or tell her story without being... Like silenced the way that... So women couldn't really write stuff back then. They could write, but it had to be under like pseudonames and male names. She doesn't want that. She wants to be able to write and have her book literally be under Joe Marsh. So like Tyree said, she's a feminist and she's second oldest to the oldest who is Meg March, who is played by actress Emma Watson. Meg's character, she winds up marrying into a lower class, unfortunately. (laughs) So she winds up being poor and she just wants to fit in with the higher women in society like she's very much trying to be something she's not there's actually this scene in the movie where like Lori kind of calls her out on it she's at this ball it's like a debutante ball and like she's dressed up all just like fussy and like just in a way that's not her and Lori calls her out on it because he's just like what are you wearing yeah basically (laughs) she's trying to be more traditional exactly where joe is more masculine Mm -hmm. character like she wants to be more like traditional family person and they all have like their own colors i think that they wear yeah i don't really remember but i think joe wears red Mm -hmm. and like with her character being friends with Lori, like sometimes they like switched clothing or like she would wear like a what are those called? Waistcoats. Like, like the yeah. best back then. And then, like, he would be wearing the same waistcoat or in, like, a different color. They would, like, switch outfits with their siblings or with different friends, which was kind of cool. Yeah, I love that Jacqueline and Greta Gerwig, who, I'm so sorry, Greta is the director of this, they made that decision, like you said, to have them swapping out clothing. I think that's a very cute little, like, Easter egg in a film. Yeah. Then we get into Miss Florence Pugh, who plays Amy March. She's the second youngest sister. She 
She's very bratty, kind of spoiled, and she has a childhood crush on Lori and actually winds up marrying him, which is, it's kind of a love triangle a little bit. problematic. (laughs) And she definitely wants to be, like, of a higher class. She moves to Europe to be able to, like, do training to become, like, a higher woman in society. Yeah. Was she trying to be an artist or something? Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. And she went to France or somewhere in Europe to be, like, more like high class. Yeah. And it definitely shows like she is more the fussy one. Mm-hmm. And like when she comes in, the other siblings, I feel like, are like, sit girl. <laughs> well, and like this movie, it's interesting how Greta decided to do this film. She went back and forth from like present time to like flashbacks. You have to like be paying attention while also, you watch I like. I'm glad that you said that because <laughs> I didn't really pay attention because side note, they have done this movie seven times, mm-hmm. I believe. And it was a book. So, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to pay attention when it's like the same story. Yeah. But the next person we are going to talk about is Timothy Chalamet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he plays Theodore Lawrence, but he's known for as... Lori. Mm-hmm. He is Italian descent. His parents are out of the picture. I think he was an orphan and his grandfather was his guardian. And he moves to Massachusetts. So he's from Europe initially and moves to Massachusetts. He lives next door to the March family. And that's how him and Joe meet. They meet at like a party one night. And instantly this boy is like gaga over her. Like he's completely smitten by Joe. He's wealthy and he's well-dressed, but like he's not snobby about it. Like he's, you know, he's wealthy because of how he dresses. But based off of his interactions and character, you wouldn't know that Lori is like an upper class Yeah, he's, like, well put together. He wears, like, three-piece outfits, Mm -hmm. or he'll wear, like, white blouses. He's, like, very, like, airy. He comes off very European for being in Massachusetts during that time. And he's very highly, in this movie, highly accessorized. And we were going to talk a little bit about how Jacqueline and Timothy work together to accomplish that. You want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So Timothy and Jacqueline work together closely with his wardrobe. And a lot of times he would select items and like tell her, like basically he had more input on his wardrobe than the other characters and they would work like together basically. Yeah, like I remember reading an interview where Timothy said like he'd go into his trailer and Jacqueline would have up maybe like four or five pieces of wardrobe and like kind of just a note to him of like, do this, like figure it out yourself kind of thing, like style yourself. And then, you know, they would work out the accessories. It was funny because in another interview, Greta Gerwig, um, she talked about the fact that like Timothy always wanted to have a bunch of rings, like a ton of rings on. And she was down for it, but But she'd be like, you can't look like a rapper in this movie. Like, take off, like, three. I think I even asked that, where I was like, did they wear rings like that during that time period? That's kind of a nod. So, like, Timothy, as I don't know if you guys know, I'm all, as you know, (laughs) he's icon in fashion. Like, he's very much iconic. He has been named GQ's Best Dressed Man of the Year in 2019. So everyone kind of looks to this man to see what he's doing with menswear. Because of his influence in fashion, that's why they allowed him on this film to have such a like hand in his wardrobe so the rings and stuff and like the scarves and just when you look at the accessories that's timothy as the actor being able to like add his own little flair 
Yeah, and so the director wanted to choose clothing that felt more modern for, like, a younger generation. So mm-hmm. it's like, even though they did do this movie so many times, she wanted it to be relevant to today. Totally. So that definitely helped. Also, another note, like, the sisters have a specific color palette that they wear. Mm-hmm. So Meg was green and lavender. Joe wore red and indigo. Beth wore brown and pink. Florence wore light blue. Also, a side note is that one of the girls died. Yeah, so we didn't get to Beth March, who was played by (laughs) Eliza Scanlon. And Beth, she's just not really in the film a whole lot. She's quiet. She's shy. She's the youngest of the March girls. And she does, she unfortunately contracts scarlet fever early on in the novel. And back then, you know, no vaccine for it. So, like, she had a lot of complications. Like, she survives it. But she ultimately, like, succumbs to complications with her heart from scarlet fever. That's actually what gets the family to come back together as they're older is the fact that Beth's health is declining. And with Beth and like Joe being the main character, later on in the film, Joe is wearing something that Beth had before. Mm -hmm. So she always circled that back to her character of how she connected to other characters. Yeah. And then our last character worth noting is actress Laura Dern, who plays Marmy March. And Marmy is the mother to all of the girls. She helps out war veterans. So she donates her time, is very busy. Her husband is fighting in the war. So she's basically in charge of this household of four, you know, young girls. So it's, it's difficult for her. Like she's doing an admirable job, but she has a tough job and she's home alone a lot with the girls and I think she does a great job with it. And she oversees them because the girls, she lets them have their own life in a way. Like she's not dictating what they do and they come to her when they need her sort of a thing. Like she's sort of in this movie, she's more of like a guardian angel than she is like a mom because you don't really see her like disciplining them. And they're all kind of more grown up. Yeah. So it's more of a mom-daughter connection on a different type of level. Mm -hmm. The last thing that I want to say is Joe ended up writing a book and during her writing a book, she wore like this military jacket and I don't really know what war was going on, but usually in like the wars, it's someone is wearing like a red coat or a blue coat, and to show her, like, independence and her, like, feminism, she wore, like, a green military coat. So that was, like, a cool little nod to say, like, I'm my own person while doing this. Mm-hmm. And Jacqueline looked at female radicals in the beginning to, like, do research for Joe. So she wanted to make sure that Joe had this, like, flair to her wardrobe that was different than the other girls that showed not only her independence and her tomboyishness, but the fact that she's this, like, revolutionary woman. And that's why she's a little bit out in society. Like, she's the odd man out is because she's super progressive when, like, women back then were supposed to obey their husbands and right. be very meek and, like, Joe ain't about that. Nope. <laughs> the other thing that I think might be worth noting with costume is that Joe doesn't wear a corset in the mm. film. And that's also to help like reflect that she's got this tomboy nature to her. I really liked that. And Shursa was saying in interviews that helped her get into Joe being able to like move around and just not be constricted by a corset. Because the other girls do wear corsets, yeah. especially like Amy. Cause and during that time period, you're supposed to wear a corset. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was like proper to wear them. So another strike against Joe <laughs> that like she didn't want to wear those corsets. Yeah. So that 
wraps up our costume. Yeah, I think this film is super cute. Like, I definitely recommend it. It clocks in at like two hours. Two hours and like 40 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But it's not for like everybody. If you're not into period pieces, I would say like skip this. Yeah. But if you have a little bit of time on your hands, I do think that it's a cute movie. I like the way that Greta reimagined this. And I really did love the costuming. I think that there's some really great original, authentic pieces that Jacqueline did. She had a lot of people to dress. She had a lot of different costumes to to have to like switch up. And I just, I think she did a really brilliant job at distinctly making these characters. And it's a major cast. So a major cast, they all had their own like different identity. I think that she did an amazing job. Mm -hmm. So definitely if you're watching, Pay attention to the wardrobe. There's lots to look at. It's very much a smorgasbord of fashion. And with that, we are doing the red carpet. Yes. (laughs) So red carpet, who are we going to start off with? Well, we'll start off with the main character. We're going to do Saoirse Ronan. Okay. Do you want to start with her outfit? Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Sure, sure. Sure. So the first outfit that we're going to talk about is... Saoirse Ronan at the SAG Awards. She is wearing Louis Vuitton and she is wearing this light pink long sleeve gown and it's tied at the waist with like a tassel belt, but it's not like cinched in. Mm -hmm. And the arms have like this silver metallic going from the underarm down to her wrist. And then she has two slits on the side and then the metallics are on the back side. And her hair is like back a loose bun and she is wearing like diamond kind of they're not like drop earrings but they're like big earrings mm-hmm. and I love this actually I think it's great I'm surprised this Louis Vuitton I don't know about you but this Louis has a bit more like structure to his stuff usually and yeah. like I don't know it's interesting I would have thought this is maybe Celine or something but Ooh. I do like it a lot just surprised at who the designer is I think it's an ace. I think this is an A+. I have nothing to say as far as like, you should have changed this or questioning it. I just, I think that her and her stylist, Elizabeth Saltzman, I think they know each other really well. And I think that this shows that just like, this fits her like a glove. It looks like something that she's super comfortable in and confident in. And I like that. Yeah, she looks great. I love this. The next dress that we're going to talk about is the Little Women France premiere. Mm -hmm. And she is wearing Galvin. And this number is a little interesting. It's all lace and it has like a cap sleeve. And one side is like a red lace color and the other side is a purple lace color and has like a mock turtleneck. It goes down and at the bottom of her waist, it like looks like it ties like a shawl, but there's no tie there. It's just like wrapped in the red fabric. And then it goes all the way down to the floor. And then the purple's on the other side and the red is on the other side. And she has a red lip. And she has like her hair in a really, really tight top knot. Tight. Um, I don't love this. I love Shersha, but like this is very geisha looking. She should have been at the, if they had a Japan premiere or a China, like if they were in Asia at a premiere, I'd have been like, girl, you you won. Like this is it. Where she's going though for France, I'm just kind of like, oh, you're in the wrong country wearing this. And just in general, (laughs) I don't know that I love this color combo, like lavender and red together. I'm not sure that that is executed well. (laughs) 
she looks good because of her pose and like how she carries herself. But yeah, this dress ain't it. I'm sorry, Shersha. Yeah, this, it's just in the wrong place. I think like it's very geisha. Mm-hmm. The lace is a little weird. The color is weird. <laughs> I feel like maybe if it were a different color, I would like it more, but I just don't like this. Yeah. Yeah, so the next outfit that we're going to talk about is the Little Women New York premiere. And Sersha is wearing Gucci. And this Gucci number is very interesting, I guess. It's a simple black dress. And then, like, the collar is, like, a bib that's white. And then it has, like, diamond stones around the bottom of the bib. And then emerald stones around the neck. It's long sleeve and it's sheer and the slit goes up really high and she's wearing like this like chunky, I would call it a booty because I can't see how high the boot is. Mm -hmm. But this is like a super cute outfit. I love this. I don't know if I would wear this to, I guess it's the premiere. I wouldn't wear that to the premiere, but she looks like a cool girl. She looks like, oh, I'm here at the movie. Hey. I like it because it feels a bit like period. It's a play on period. It's modest, but in this like sort of fashion forward way. Yeah. I don't love it, but I, what it is is that I get what they were trying to do. Right. So that's what I like about it is that I'm like, oh, okay. Like I get what steps y'all were like trying to make here. Yeah. It is kind of, it falls flat. Like I think on most actresses, this would be a miss. But again, Shersha just has this like poise about her that she carries off anything. Yeah. She stands up tall. She's got her back straight. Like she knows how to work a carpet. So a lot of times she may not be wearing something that I love, but I'm convinced that she knows what she's doing. <laughs> on the carpet. Yeah, and she has like a confidence about her and it's very demure. I don't know, mm-hmm. she doesn't smile. She's just very like, I'm here. Like the tailoring fits very well. So like her stylist, Elizabeth Saltzman, works with Gwyneth Paltrow and Sandra O. Oh, and I think that she does a great job with Sersha. I agree. (laughs) Next up is Florence Pugh. And Florence Pugh, y'all, she's a little it girl. And I (laughs) I love this woman. First look up is Valentino at the Little Women New York premiere. This outfit is an off the shoulder. I'm going to say that it's teal, but off the shoulder with a huge like wrap around her. And then it is a tube top mini dress. There is a train that's attached to the back and it's very long and goes to the ground. She's got on just a very simple pair of silver open toe sandals and she has drop diamond earrings and her hair is tightly snatched back with I I don't know if it's a bun but her hair is tied back and uh, negligee is completely bare she doesn't have any necklaces on and she also doesn't have on any rings or bracelets so they let the dress be the focal point what do you think Tyree I am torn. I mean, I can definitely tell it's Valentino because I just know that they like to do stuff like Mm -hmm. this. The color is great. I don't like how wrinkled it looks. Like, that material is like a crushed material. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, the dress is just okay for me just because, like, just like you said, she's like an it girl. So Mm -hmm. she kind of has, like, something you could just like kind of put on her and then it like looks good. Yeah. But I don't, I don't hate it. Do I agree. I, I am in the middle. Like if it was a scale of one to 10, I'd give this maybe like a five or a six. <laughs> I just think that this is a bit much. It's almost, it's borderline obnoxious to yeah. me because of the like big bow and the big rap. She reminds me of J-Lo went to, I believe, <laughs> was it the Golden Globe yes, Awards? Valentino. Oh, in a Valentino looking like a big old bow 
on a present. And it kind of reminds me of that, like where it's just, it's a little bit too obnoxiously big. Yeah. I agree that this needs a nice steaming through it because this taffeta is wrinkled all over. I understand that, the, you know, you have to like sit down to get to the premiere, but like someone honestly should have told her to like lay down yeah. in the in the car. Like there's ways that she could have maneuvered to like not but have But even this. like the arm is wrinkled. I just think like they just yeah. gave it to her. I, I think esteem would have helped this shine a bit more. Also, I think she should have done like a diamond necklace. Like if you're going to be extra, like mm-hmm. just go for it. She could have done like a big diamond necklace. Yeah, I think she did all right. Yeah. The next look is Miss Florence in Prada at the 2020 Critics' Choice Awards. And she's in a really, really lovely gown. Yes. So this is all over with drop embellishment and it is spaghetti strapped. It's kind of like fringe and drop sequin that's going on. It's cinched in at the waist and it goes down and cuts really nicely and sharply at her ankle. She has on a pair of clothes toe, very light silver shoes with some little embellishment over it. And she has, again, her hair, she likes her hair back and like kind of tight. So she's got another updo that's tightly swept back. And then she has lovely, lovely, lovely drop earrings that are sort of like, it looks like a fan shape drop earring that's diamonds. And she's got just a couple of little rings on, but again, no necklace on, no, no bracelets, but she does have a few rings like trickled in there for some shine. I think this outfit I think it's flawless. I think this is her A plus as far as like the looks that we're going to talk about. I'm like, damn, Florence, like serve. (laughs) (laughs) I absolutely love this. And it's not that it's like an over the top gown or anything's crazy about it. But like you can see where like it's taken in at the waist or like a little bit below the bust. And then like the tailoring at the bottom, it's just like that Prada team and her stylist, her stylist is Rebecca Corbin Murray. They did amazing on this Mm because it's just like, it fits her. It looks like it's made for her. And she looks so like casually cool about it. Love it. I love that. Yeah. It's a great look. The last look we're going to talk about with Florence is (laughs) Louis Vuitton at the 2020 Oscars. This dress is teal again, so she's very much a fan of blue. And it's a spaghetti strapped deep plunge gown that has a cinched waist with a little belt that matches the color of the dress. And then tears and tears and tears and tears of ruffles that go all the way down again to her ankle. It's a little bit high low, like it goes down to the ankle, but then in the back, we can see that it it spreads into a train. She has a pair of dyed, open toe sandal shoes that are the same color as the gown. Again, hair snatched and up. She has no bracelets on, but this time she did put a necklace on. She has got on, and I do remember just from like watching the Oscar, she's got on Cartier mm. and it's a platinum necklace that has a little ruby, well not little, but has a fairly large ruby gem at the bottom that like it drops down a bit into her negligee. Tyree, what do you think? <laughs> Sorry, I don't know if you guys heard me laughing, but This dress, I do not like this dress at all. I feel like she looks kind of like a cake topper. The ruffles are way too much. I don't like that it's high-low. And then they tried to dye the shoes to match the dress, which is that color. I don't know. I just don't. And that belt, like, (laughs) it's just too much. I think it would have been better if it wasn't a high-low. I don't know. And a different color, maybe, too. Because, like, this is just not it. From the neck up, she looks great. Oh, neck up. Yeah, (laughs) baby girl missed here. And she was was nominated. And this just, 
this isn't what a nominee wears. This is someone who's an attendee wears this. And like Tyree said, the dyed shoe kills me because I'm like, ooh, are we a bridesmaid in yeah. the 80s? Like, I just don't love that. And like the bell also, it makes me feel very 80s with this yeah. dress. And maybe that's what they were going for. But I unfortunately think that this is a miss. Oh. For her. Also, I think like Louis Vuitton at the Oscars and you're nominated, you should have maybe first pick or like a wider range of things to pick. Mm -hmm. So like if they chose this, like that's definitely like not it. Do you want to announce our (laughs) next person? Sure. The next person we are going to talk about, drumroll please, (laughs) is Timothy Chalamet and... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Timothy Chalamet is like a style icon. And yeah, we're just going to cover a couple of his looks because he has a lot of them. Mm -hmm. So the first look we're going to talk about is a Stella McCartney number that he wore to the Little Women France premiere. And this is a monochromatic magenta color. It looks like it's like a silk. He's wearing a jacket that's a blazer. It's open. He's wearing a button down that's the same magenta color and pants that are like perfectly tailored. And he's wearing a boot. And like, he's just giving me Timothy. This man, (laughs) y'all, y'all, let's get on board with some Timothy Chalamet. I think he is serving a look, L-E-W-K, because like, like Tyree said, the fit on this is killing me softly. It's so good. We should know Timothy doesn't have a stylist. I'm so proud of this boy because he makes some moves and waves in the industry. And not having a stylist, it doesn't mean that he doesn't have help behind the scenes from maybe his publicist or, you know, people that work at these houses. It just means that he doesn't have one main person who's doing like fittings with him. I just, I think that this is stellar. I I want to say this is my favorite look, like red carpet look he's ever done. Yeah, I love it. And (laughs) he may not have a stylist, but he definitely has a tailor, so. Yeah. And they make sure it's on point. Like, y'all, this trouser is it. Like, this is how you, it is. This is how you do a boot in a trouser. If you're going to do it, look Timothy Chalamet, because, like, he's killing it. Yeah, so the next look we're going to talk about is an Alexander McQueen outfit that Timothy wore to the Little Women New York premiere. This time he is wearing a white button-down shirt with a pinstripe vest and a blue pant. It's very simple. He has a chain that is like a wallet chain that goes from his belt loop to his pocket. And he's wearing a boot again, except for this boot has like laces. And yeah, I think he looks great. I don't think he looks as confident as he did in the last outfit, but he is still serving. Like he's like, I'm here. My man is just looking all kinds of good in this, <laughs> y'all. I mean, and I'm so glad that he didn't wear, I'm assuming, I'm just going to assume that there was a matching blazer to this. Yeah. Praise be that he didn't wear it because I think that would have like ruined this look. So yeah. I, I love that he just wore the waistcoat and the trouser. I really like how he's doing all of these stripes because his shirt, he's got a white dress shirt on, but that also has stripes. So like, it's a lot going on, but because of the way that he just like, presents himself it's completely completely mesmerizing me yeah and the last look we're going to talk about is timothy at the oscars he is wearing prada and he is wearing like a members only jacket 
and a white button-up shirt and some pants. He looks like valet. He's also wearing Cartier. He threw on a little <laughs> Cartier vintage brooch that has its platinum with rubies in the center. I mean, I, he tried. I mean, he did not try at all. He <laughs> looks like he should be out front parking cars. And I know that Prada <laughs> did this a lot. I think Frank Ocean wore like something similar to this to the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a little too casual probably for the Oscars and he should have put a suit on. Agreed. I don't think this was the time for him to be experimenting. I think he experimented and I think he did it on the wrong carpet. Also, his hair, his lovely curls, which is like a signature for him, are gone. He's got his hair parted and slicked back. I just think that he doesn't look like himself. But he does still look stylish. He's just not at the right place. Totally. I think you do this. You know where he could have done this is if he had been sitting front row at the show. <laughs> then I would have been like, okay, like you're no. front row at Prada. I get oh, it. at the show. At the show. Okay, yeah. I would have understood this completely. But like going to the Oscars, again, like Tyree said, y'all, this is just very casual it's very just streetwear almost. Yeah. And I, I don't know what he was thinking here. At all. Aww. The last person that we're going to talk about is Laura Dern. And she is styled by Christina Ehrlich. And her other clients include Greta Gerwig, Mandy Moore, Tina Fey, and Julie Louis-Dreyfus. And the first look we're going to talk about is the Little Women New York premiere, and she is wearing Ralph Lauren. It's kind of a midnight blue dress that's sequined all over. It's a turtleneck. I think it's a mock neck, but it goes like she has no neck. (laughs) And (laughs) it's long sleeves, and you can see her hands, and it goes all the way down to the floor. And I think it's blue, but it has like a black sheen or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's... It's a basic dress. What do you think? I know that this is Ralph Lauren when I look at it. So (laughs) the designer makes sense with what I'm looking at. I think that she looks really lovely in this. I think it's age appropriate. She's going to the correct event in it. I love that she's blonde and has this sort of color going on because I think it's a very nice stark contrast to the like midnight blue that's happening. And I like the silhouette of it. I like that it's a tight fit. It wouldn't work loose because it would look like a moo-moo. I think she's doing great in this. I'd give her an A+. Yeah, she looks good. I think it's just like a simple dress, but she does look good. Uh, She kind of blends into the step and repeat a little bit. But yeah, she looks very lovely. (laughs) The last look we're going to talk about is Laura Dern at the Oscars. She's wearing Armani Privé. And this dress is black at the top. It's like black where like a brawl or bralette would be with tassels that are black as well. And the bottom dress is like pink and it goes all the way down to the floor. It's very, it looks like a triangle shape and it just goes down to the floor. And she kind of looks like a little statue What do you think? Is that pink or white? Pink. What do you think about this? I hate this. Um, (laughs) It's Gwyneth Paltrow pink, like when Gwyneth won her Oscar, which I don't like. And I just think the tassels are garish looking on this. Like, I think they are so tacky and sad. Um, I don't like her hair. Her hair is half up, half down. But this looks like hair that you would wear to like Sunday church sermon. 
none of this is working for me. And she won the Oscar. And I just, she did. And I could not believe she won an Oscar wearing this because this is atrocious. (laughs) I'm so sorry, but it's, it's really bad. Oh my God. Wow. I wouldn't have put it like that, but yeah, this is Armani Privé. She is nominated for an Oscar. Apparently she won an Oscar. This is not an Oscar winning outfit, Mm -mm. but Mm-mm. Yeah, she looks very nice. I feel like she should have wore the other dress to the Oscars and then this one to the other one. Would have made more sense. Yeah, no. I don't hate it, but it's I don't like it. Sorry, Miss Dern. <laughs> but usually she's very lovely. Her and her stylist, like Christina Ehrlich, knows exactly yeah. what she's doing. She's very well-versed in this industry yes. and renowned. So like for the most part, Laura gets it right. I just don't think that this Oscar look was it. Yeah, and Christina is a boss. Like, they they know what they're doing. I just don't think that this was the best. And I just wanted to note, guys, we did not review Emma Watson. As much as she is, you know, she's got a big name. She is a United Nations ambassador, and she does that almost full time. So we only would have had one carpet, the Little Women New York premiere, to talk about. So we just made the decision to not review her no other reason why because she yeah. seems like a lovely girl but. and we love her style i mean i love her style yeah so but that's why if any of you are wondering because i know she's in the film and if you're like wait a minute like what happened there that's what's going on with miss watson yeah. and that wraps up our episode of the dm featuring the film little women i hope that you guys had a great time listening to us this is a very cute film check it out Make sure you've got about two and a half hours of time to do so. And enjoy gazing at Timothy Chalamet. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) You will find links to Little Women's homepage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, subscribe, and introduce a friend to our work and tell them to subscribe as well. Follow us on the dm.net or on Instagram, the DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of the DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brienne and AudreyBrienne.com. You can follow me, Tyree Style, S S T Y L E, or TyreeStyle.com. So you guys can find us at the DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. This was super, super fun. Thank you. Bye, Bye, guys.